Mark Twain said, Writing is easy. All you have to do is cross out the wrong words. That describes the process perfectly for me. (laughs) My first drafts of a song are barely legible. Scribbled phrases poured out of me in a stream of consciousness and crossed out until I get to what I think is a finished version. But then I remember the words of Leonardo da Vinci, who said, Art is never finished, it's abandoned. And I nod my head, shrug, and move on to the next one. I'm Ansie McLean, and this is Resisting Enlightenment. This is the podcast that unwisely revisits our most embarrassing, awkward moments and offers nothing but impotent commiseration. Hey everybody, it's Resistant Enlightenment. Got a one, two, three... It's a yard sale Saturday. The whole cul-de-sac is chipping in. Got my neighbors in the driveway. The favorite lawn chairs we're sitting in. We've been planning this event for days. What we don't sell, we're gonna give it all away. Come on, buy a baby. Well, that is the uh, chorus to a new song I've been working on. What you just heard is clearly not the finished version. It's an audio clip from my cell phone's voice memo app. It's way too slow yet, and I don't fully have the lyrics fleshed out. I'll play you the finished demo version at the end of this episode, giving you some insight into my process along the way. I use my cell phone's voice memo app a lot when I write. I don't know how I used to write without it. Sometimes when I drive, I put ideas down before I forget them, and other times I just use it to flesh out lyrics, listen back, work out harmonies, often having like two dozen or more recorded memos to myself about things like structure, tempo, guitar licks, lyrical changes, etc. I did just that when writing this song you're about to hear uh, during this episode, Yard Sale Saturday. And I thought it might be interesting for you to hear a song being born. So the audio you're hearing here is not great stereo quality, but it's surprisingly good. Of course, when and if I ever record this song in the studio, I'll have the usual polish and production quality. But Frankly, I'm not even sure I like this song yet. (laughs) It may grow on me, but I don't know. It was an exercise, and it was a revisiting to familiar territory, and I wanted to flex a muscle that I hadn't flexed in a while and flesh some things out, and I had fun writing it. Uh, But for now, let's just listen to these cell phone snippets. I think they're good enough uh, sound quality to let you in on my writing process and how I go from first idea to finished song. When I do uh, songwriter workshops, the most often asked question is still, do you start with the words or the music first? 
<laughs> it's I I've I can't tell you how many times we get asked that. Um, my answer is always yes, because I do. I start both ways. It's uh, different every time. Sometimes you start with a melody. Sometimes you start with a hook. Sometimes you start with an idea for a story. You know, it's just it's every time is is different. So this time it started with a yard sale sign in my neighborhood, duct taped to a telephone pole with an arrow drawn in Sharpie to direct the way. A lot of my songs start this way. I'm a visual thinker, and I guess as a graphic artist, illustrator, cartoonist, I see the world first and hear it shortly thereafter. As I passed my neighbor's driveway with all the activity going on, the title came to me, Yard Sale Saturday. And I thought, you know, that could meter out just right to make a nice little sing-along chorus. And um, I already knew the format would be well-visited territory for me, the character vignette song. Character vignettes are your basic verse-chorus-style song, with the chorus describing the scene in general, while the verses zoom in to give you a closer glimpse of the people there. Each verse is a vignette, a small illustration or portrait of a character or two. And then it goes back to the chorus again for the generality. Having a Good Time Tonight was my first song like this. I wrote this back in the 90s. And the chorus speaks in generalities of another wild party in a trailer park, and I'm going to embarrass myself by overdoing it. The chorus is the sing-along, and it contains the hook, I'm sure to be embarrassed in the morning, but I'm having a good time tonight. Then the verses give you a micro view of the characters at the party. We zoom in, we zoom back out, we zoom in, like a scene in a movie. Well, the trailer was swaying and them eight tracks were playing I was dancing just like Fred Astaire And all the ladies inside, they had their black roots dyed And a pound of shellac in their hair There was a cloud in the room from all the Avon perfume The smell of Old Spice in the air And I was sort of being embarrassed in the morning day Was having too much fun to care well, I'm sure to be embarrassed in the morning When I see things in a different light Well, I'm sure to be ashamed when the culprits are named But I'm having a good time tonight Yeah, I'm having a good time tonight Well, I'm having a good time tonight Another song I've written in this formula is The Folkabilly Shuffle, also written back in the 90s, was on my first album, Double White and Dangerous, about a dance hall on the edge of town where a colorful cast of characters show up on Saturday nights. Zoom in, zoom out. They do the Folkabilly Shuffle, gonna dance all night. Well, Betty Show and Bo have a lead when they dance. Bo doesn't know he got a rip in his pants He's a little bit nervous and loses his grip Cause the whole place hollers every time they did The folk of Billy Shuffle ain't a hard thing to do Put a swing in your hip and some life in your shoe Find yourself a partner and get in a line Dance till we wonder if you lost your mind Do the folk of Billy Shuffle I do the folk of Billy Shuffle Shuffle. 
So Yard Sale Saturday is this very formula. Favorite territory for me. I spend a great deal of time traveling, sitting in airports, on planes, and I love to people watch. Sometimes I'll draw them in my sketchbook. Other times I'll jot something down, something descriptive, and save it for later. People remain my biggest inspiration for my songs, especially the humorous ones. The click track for this song used to go... Yard sale Saturday. All right, usually early on, I will establish the beat, the kind of uh, vibe, and uh, a click track, if you will, to the song that I'm working on, just to kind of give myself a, a rhythmic reference. And then I just build the song up from there. I like to start with the rhythm. Um, once I have the hook and the chorus in mind, I just establish a rhythm there. That's how I want the song to bounce. Okay, so some of this stuff's going to be embarrassing for me to let you hear because, uh, you know, I'm working stuff out. I'm clearly not doing this for an audience. Um, but anyway, I, it, maybe it's interesting. So let's move on. What? One, two, three, four. Once I had the, the hook, the idea for the chorus and everything down, usually then I'll start to fool around with some guitar licks, something that catches the ear and something that will repeat again later in the song, sort of like, uh, you know, you can call it ear candy or whatever. It's just that just guitar licks, man, are so important, I think, in a song or piano licks, whatever, these, these uh, little figures that come back up and repeat in a song. It's almost like coming home. Every time that uh, that lick comes back around, it's like, oh, something settles in your heart as you're listening to that song, and it puts you right back where you started. I guess now maybe the verses could be like just adding all the characters of the trailer park, the neighborhood there, and just what they bring. The yard Started up at seven, put the signs with the arrows to point away. Got a cooler full of PBR. Darren made a beer run yesterday. Then you can go into the chorus. I don't know whatever. Kevin has a Kevin has a table full of hobbies that he's outgrown. With all the board and gone, did it down. Yeah, it's not uncommon to hear just a bunch of scatting nonsense uh, in a lot of these uh, working demos. Um, it's important to get the phrasing down and the meter of these verses. And, you know, it's like you can you can kind of sense, oh, I'm trying to work out where do I turn it back around? How do I get back to the chorus? Um, and a lot of times the story that you're trying to tell will lend itself to that. What happens is uh, you're working out the verses and it will kind of help to dictate what the music is going to do. So that kind of answers uh, that age-old question that I get asked a lot at workshops and stuff is which comes first, the music or the words. And in my case, the words help inform the music more often than 
the other way around. Also, what you're uh, hearing in that last snippet of audio is the germ of uh, verse ideas. So I'm trying to come up with characters and what they're going to bring to the yard sale. I'm already getting some of those. I, I don't have it structured at all yet, but I just had the idea, and so I'm jotting them down, and then I'll work out the rhyme and the uh, structure and everything later. Well, here's a verse that's starting to work. I think I'm getting the form here. Go to the A and go. Tommy sold his treadmill. Wood in the Sam Hill. Why he ever bought the thing? Heaven only knows. Helped him drag it outside. Now I'm nearly paralyzed. 750 pound hanger for his clothes. Okay, so there's a verse that's starting to work. Uh, almost a complete full verse there. Um, you know, it's kind of nice when you get to that uh, particular building block, because now, you know, subsequent verses can just be, you know, fall into that same form. And uh, it's, it's like putting a puzzle together. And so now a big chunk of that puzzle is together. Maybe it's, uh, you could look at it as if you're doing a jigsaw puzzle and you got, now you've got the chorus and the verse structure. Now you've, you've put all those pieces around the edge of the jigsaw puzzle. So now all you have to do is go toward the middle. So with all that figured out, I'm now ready to work on another verse. Uh, there's another verse. Let's see. Dan went through his man cave, all the stuff he can't say. PlayStation 2 and those Grand Theft Auto games. His wife came outside, her smile a mile wide. Could this be the spark that lights a thousand flames? Now, for me, humor is nice, but I always try to add some layers of humanity in there. You know, like this last verse here, um, you know, this guy's been playing too much, you know, PlayStation or whatever around the house, and it's annoyed his wife all these years, and uh, he's making some changes. And so I thought, you know, just a line or two about something like that, it's humorous, but it goes a little bit deeper and uh, actually illustrate something that a lot of us could probably relate to. And you know, this speaks to something that I like to talk about in workshops. Uh, when I'm writing a song, I have to like these characters. I, I have, there's got to be something in there that, that I would uh, respond to on a human level. Um, you know, it's just, uh, it's important to me that I create a character with, if there are flaws it's got to be kind of self-deprecating humor. And, you know, the flaws that I write about are usually things that I have experienced or that I have had to deal with in my own life. And uh, I try to deal with it um, in a way that isn't, uh, you know, denigrating someone or uh, poking fun in a really malicious kind of way. I always try to just have some heart in there. However, I've discovered at this point in the song that the key is too low. So these next snippets of audio will uh, be in a higher key. So this is something that I often fool around with. You know, I raise the capo up a couple frets and see if that doesn't help. It's a yard sale Saturday. The whole cola sack is chipping in. My neighbor's in the driveway. Chairs were sitting in. We've been planning this. Evening.
No, the tempo is still really slow. Um, I'm not really concerned about that right now. I'm still just trying to work out, you know, the guitar lick. Um, melody patterns and the lyrics. So uh, I know that I'll speed it up at the in the final version. But having uh, the verses down, uh, the chorus the way I want it, and the guitar lick uh, established, now I'm ready for uh, the bridge. Uh, the bridge is usually two-thirds of the way through the song, toward the end, right before the last chorus. You're taking folks, it's a bridge. You're kind of walking over a bridge, away from the main message of the song, and then you're going to bring them back over the bridge again. Uh, so it's, uh, you're, you're thinking in terms of like uh, storytelling. Um, it's a little diversion, but then you're going to bring them back. So here's the uh, bridge that I had, uh, worked out. So girls, I see we were, we are sitting underneath the trees with sit, sitting underneath the trees with some pleated dungarees from a Walmart shopping spree in 1983. Box of DVDs and a la da 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 and then um, we'll resolve it probably on the five to a B7 before going back into the chorus. And then that would probably be the last chorus, I'm thinking. Repeated twice. So I know the form. I know what I uh, want to do with it. And I'm thinking at this point, too, that that bridge might be a nice uh, stretched out instrumental section of the song. Um, horns, uh, electric guitar, uh, keyboards, some cool stuff going on there. Uh, sonically, musically, you know, that will uh, take us to a crescendo that then we we repeat the chorus twice and, and then, then we're out. I think we're ready to hear the uh, final version of this song. I sped up the tempo. I really worked on the guitar lick to kind of make it repeat after each chorus so that that earworm is there. And I'm hearing a baritone guitar on that. You know, just a nice, nice little hook there. All right, let's hear the, uh, the finished version, at least so far. And I still might change it. I don't know. And then uh, I'll take this into the studio and we'll listen to it, all the musicians. And then uh, there'll be charts written up and then we just go for it. But anyway, here it is now in demo form, right off of my cell phone. Yard Sale Saturday. A one, two, three. It's a yard sale Saturday. The whole cul-de-sac is chipping in. All my neighbors in the driveway. Signs and duct tape, Sharpie and arrows are pointing away. 
Set out the money jar, cooler full of PBR. Darren made a beer run yesterday. It's a yard sale Saturday. All the neighborhood chipping in. All my neighbors in the driveway. Bring your lawn chairs for sitting in. We've been planning this event for days. What we don't sell, we're gonna give it away. Come on, my baby. It's a yard sale Saturday. Sold his treadmill, what in the sand hill? I helped him drag it out and it broke one of my toes. Never understood why he had to go and buy a 750 pound hanger for his clothes. So, yard sale Saturday. Dan went through his man cave, all the stuff he can't save. PlayStation 2 and his Grand Theft Auto games. His wife came outside, her smile a mile wide. Could this be the spark that lights a thousand flames? It's a yard sale Saturday. It's a yard sale Saturday. It's a yard sale Saturday. It's a yard sale Saturday DVDs, seasons one and three of 90210, some pleated dungarees from a late night shopping spree at the Dollar Tree a long time ago. Yeah, that ought to do it. Uh, you can see where I've shortened a lot of things. I tightened up the lyrics. Um, you know, I, uh, I, I thought originally, you know, two choruses uh, on the way out would have been good. As I recorded it a couple of times and listened back, it just seemed uh, overly long, you know, and just unnecessarily uh, revisiting uh, the hook uh, over and over and over again. Now, I know the Eagles and so many other uh, great uh, bands and writers um, go by that formula of, you know, come up with a nice hook and repeat it ad nauseum. Just repeat it and repeat it and repeat it, so that that just sticks in the listener's brain. You know, and I know there, there's a there's a line though that you can cross in doing so. But uh, anyway, it's uh, it was fun to share the song with you. Uh, my writing process, uh, at least uh, you know a little bit, and uh, hopefully you can see too. I mean. I get a lot of uh, comments about, you know, 
writing humorous songs versus serious songs, and, and which is harder, which is easier, or whatever. Writing a humorous song, uh, tongue-in-cheek, uh, with wit, and, and doing it correctly, in my opinion, is actually harder to write than a serious song. What I ask uh, uh, people is uh, to try it uh, and, and see if it isn't uh, difficult. It's always been more difficult for me. Um, but anyway, I think I'm off to a good start with this thing. We'll, um, we'll keep you posted. Uh, it may end up on this next album. I don't know. Uh, please give me your feedback. Email me at antsymc at gmail.com uh, or the trubes at unhitched.com and let me know what you thought of the song if it's a keeper if I should flesh it out and have some um, have the troubadours uh, play on it for this next album As always visit my website at unhitched.com for new tour dates my paintings, my prints, my books, the events that Dina Lynn and I host, Woodflock and the Nashville field trips. We'd love to have you join us. Uh, go to our website at unhitched.com for details about all those things. In the meantime, take care of each other. Use your powers for good and enjoy the ride. I'm Nancy McLean. I'll see you next time on Resisting Enlightenment. Shopping spree at the Dollar Tree a long time ago. It's a yard sale Saturday.